Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar this week? Always exciting, always something going on. And oh, I yeah. wanted to kind of continue uh, the theme uh, that we were talking about uh, our last podcast. And that okay. was uh, to do with, uh, oh no, <laughs> my solar <laughs> company might be going out of business. Uh, wow. But what I wanted to do is, uh, you know, what are, you know, we talked last podcast about what, what are some of the signs uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, you should be looking for or anyone could be looking for for any business really, but this is one that is going to be taking care of your solar. Uh, and then kind of the next one is, you know, what can you do on your own side to look at your solar panel system and you can kind of pre-diagnose things and maybe establish a backup company that, that could possibly do uh, what needs wow. to be done. Should that ever need that uh, need arise in okay. California? If, uh, well, let's talk about, First thing is, of course, check your solar monitoring. In previous podcasts, we've talked about the problem with uh, the 3G network. So if your solar panel system used a uh, a cellular modem to connect to the internet, and it was a few years ago, chances are it was on the 3G network. And 3G has now been rendered extinct. So there are millions of solar panel systems that uh, don't have any solar monitoring. And that's a problem for the client, you know, for the customer, and it's a problem for the installer because they can't see anything that's happening with the system. So mm-hmm. uh, getting that corrected would be good. It's not inexpensive because a new cell monitor is anywhere from you know four hundred to eight hundred and fifty dollars, depending on uh, where you're located. And, and I mean, I've even seen fifteen hundred for that. Uh, so it's it's pretty outrageous. Uh, switching to a Wi-Fi is nearly the same because it requires a technician to come out and set it up. So mm-hmm. hopefully one day we will have a non-technician uh, 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 solution. And there are uh, non-tech, but uh, if you have a question on that, search our podcasts and uh, for cell- cellular monitor <laughs> and you'll find mm-hmm. some uh, suggestions of how to get it connected. But let's just say you're you don't have the 3G and you're not, you can't replace it or you don't want to replace it, you can look at your electricity bills and you can see if there's an actual solar contribution. In the middle of the summer, spring and fall, your pg e bills or your electricity bills should be near, you know, pretty even uh, unless you've, you know, increased your electricity usage dramatically since solar was installed. But in the winter months, it should be higher because the sun hours are much lower. So obviously we only have one to three sun hours per day during the winter. But really keep an eye, take a look at least once a month and see, you know, all of a sudden is my, you know, this, we, we get this a lot in the summer months. Oh my God, my bill jumped up, you know, $800 in one month. And so, oh boy, that could indicate <laughs> that a something is wrong with the solar. 
And a lot of times people will reach out to their solar installer. And if they're no longer there, uh, out of business, then they're like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? And Mm -hmm. so instead of being in that position, you know, kind of check around, uh, look for companies that are going to be around. So uh, most solar companies will not touch another uh, another system of an existing installer unless that company is out of business. And the reason is once, say, my company touches a system from another installer, that means now we are responsible for the warranty of that system. So we don't know how it was installed. We don't, you know, any kind of trouble down the road. We we don't know, you know, and so uh, and then the if the existing installer is still in business, and they just, you know, we're too busy or, or whatever it is. Uh, we don't really care about our clients, or which we've seen many, many, many times. Uh, it, it can be a problem down the road it, because if my company, we do something and then that causes a problem, even worse, a roof leak, we can, you know, we have both companies pointing at each other saying they caused the roof leak and neither one is responsible. And so no, nobody wants that. <laughs> and so... Uh, in any event, so uh, check the PG&E bills. Now, if there's a, if there's no other solar installer in town that will look at your system, there a licensed electrician is allowed to uh, look at the system. They may not know what's wrong at first, but they certainly can figure it out. They can certainly follow the flow of electricity, and they can sure. say, oh, well, it might be the solar inverter that's bad, or there could be a bad connection or a bad junction box. It could be. A million things, uh, but basically, a licensed electrician uh, can uh, can look at it and still be under compliance. So, it's um, but really kind of investigate ahead of time. Look at Yelp reviews. Uh, look at their license. Uh, how long have they been in solar? Do they service your type of system? There's it seems like there's dozens and dozens and dozens of types of solar inverters out there, and oh it's a uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, go ahead. Do you recommend like calling them, calling these companies? Um, you can look at their website, and a lot of times it'll say if they service uh, solar panel systems. Uh, ah, there's okay. quite a few out there that I've seen that say we do not service other systems. That might be mm-hmm. changing in the near future as a new because most of the time these companies they were so busy with solar installations that they, you know, repairing someone else's system was taking away time that they could be installing a new system. Right. Uh, but since, you know, NEM 2.0, 3.0, that may have changed and might change their outlook, change their opinion. Haven't seen it so much. Uh, they're still pretty, pretty adamant because it can cause a lot of trouble down the road uh, for them. And mm-hmm. the other part is customers, believe it or not, Adam, not so excited to pay for a repair <laughs> on a system that they've already paid for. And they're supposed to have a warranty and it's not their fault that the company they selected went out of business and left them high and dry. But it's also not the new solar company's fault Come either. On, and it does, <laughs> I mean, it, it can take in the Bay Area, you know, really we have to budget two to three hours pretty much anywhere we go. If I mean, if it's not in our really local area. And for example, if we're going from Brentwood to San Jose, that can be in the three to four hour range each way because the traffic is insane. Right. <laughs> it's really crazy. And uh, people not so excited to pay for that time, but that technician, the wear and tear on the truck, so forth, that all has to be paid for. 
And so, you know, really a really small repair or issue with the system. And we try and, you know, walk people through what we can. But all of this information is on the Internet. And you can look at, you know, uh, go on YouTube and how do I tell if my solar inverter is bad and insert the brand name of that solar inverter. And Mm -hmm. uh, chances are. uh, And then you can also uh, contact the manufacturer. That also can take hours and hours of technician time that you'd be billed at $150, $200 an hour where he's just sitting on hold and waiting and waiting and waiting wow. for someone to pick up. And uh. then I know it's so, I mean, a, a simple repair or simple replacement of inverter can easily involve 12 hours uh, and because they require us to ship the inverter back to them. Otherwise, we get charged for that inverter. And so that's not fun either. But in any event, Oh, man. This is going to be a massive, massive, massive problem uh, in the next one to 10 years <laughs> so or forever, because uh, there's going to be much, many, very, very few installers in the solar uh, sector that will be uh, able to service another company's system. And these systems, they're not foolproof. They do break down like uh, pretty much anything electronic. And sure. they, you know, but. Unfortunately, people are not, you know, if once it breaks, if we were to, as they're putting the phone down, if we're not standing next to them with the new inverter, they get really frustrated. And I'm losing, I'm burning sun, sun, Jamie. I'm burning sun. I know, we're burning sun time, burning daylight. And so, I mean, and that's costing them money. And I completely understand. Uh, We just have a backlog and everybody has backlog. So it's, it's just, uh, it's unfortunate. It's very sad. Uh, we're really sad that a lot of these uh, companies are going out of business. It's going to make it really difficult on the companies that stay in business, really mm-hmm. difficult on the companies that aren't standing behind their, you know, or helping their customers. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very sad situation. Uh, certainly could have been, could have been prevented. Uh, when we were asking for outcry uh, from the public, almost no, <laughs> it was just coming from the solar industry. And so not a lot of uh, people who had solar, as probably a big mistake strategically, should have uh, said, hey, everybody, uh, if you have solar, you are going to need your installer to be in business. And uh, to be in business, they need to sell systems, new systems. And so uh, now those companies are in uh, dire straits and they're telling their customers, sorry, uh, not even sorry, uh, go go find somebody else because we're, we're done. And that's uh, that's very unfortunate. So wow. we will still keep it keep it going, keep a uh, stiff upper lip, uh, uh, keep calm and carry on. That kind of How thing. How are you doing? And, <laughs> What's going on? We're doing great. Uh, oh. We're still. I mean, our, our we're we're backlogged, and uh, this week, uh, you know, four new projects already, which is uh, during the NEM 2.0. Uh, we were you know four new projects in the morning type of thing. So. Uh, but people are still going solar. Uh, PG&E is still, you know, clubbing people over the head with, you know, $1,800 yeah. electricity bills. Yeah. It's, you know, we've talked, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for the person with the $100 or $150, $200 even electricity bills to go solar. But th- there are still plenty and plenty of people out there with uh, $500, $800. Oh, I just can't ima- imagine writing a check. I just talked to one person, $1,800, yeah. that's person for one month. Oh, my yeah. God, for July. It's just crazy. So. All right. Yeah. With that, we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, my God. Sorry. You can. For power no, I cannot. Right. That's rough. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, you can't imagine. But no. Yeah, power. 
Oh, well, yes. just power through the closing then. We'll keep it going. Yeah. And that's why everyone needs to continue listening is because we're, we're kind of giving you the straight talk about solar and uh, that's right. what to look for and then staying, staying afloat uh, you know, and thriving during all of this too. Lots of opportunity. Yeah, I can't. That eighteen hundred man. Wow, I'm like a yeah, that's Chris stunning. Rock saying my my personal <laughs> pronouns are not he she. They're broke. <laughs> that's it. I'm broke. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine eighteen hundred. Wow, that's I a know. different tax bracket. Okay, good on them. Wow, go solar mm-hmm. if that's your. That's that's my advice. <laughs> go Hurry solar up. eighteen. Yeah, it's never yeah. going to be cheaper than now. It sounds like no, wow. no, definitely not. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for taking another short time out of your week to spend with us and learn a little more about solar, especially in California and PG&E territory. Wow. Jamie's been doing this podcast for five years now, so he has covered a ton of topics. So if you'd like to check our library of past episodes, you can go to solarharmonics.com, click on the podcast link at the top of the page, and you'll be taken to that library. If you have a question for Jamie for an upcoming episode, you can go to our Facebook page, Straight Talk SolarCast, send us a message through there, and we'll be sure to get to it on an upcoming episode. If you have a friend who's considering going solar, this would be an excellent podcast to recommend to them because they will save thousands upon thousands of dollars over the life of their system, especially if if they're spending 1800 bucks a month on PG&E. Wow. Still can't get over that. Okay. Until next time, everyone. See you. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.